the AstroTurf brand that they owned was was being shut down. AstroLawn brand was being shut down. They were no longer going to be able to supply us product, and we were stuck. So why would two guys leave comfortable jobs, move across the country, and start a business in an industry they don't know, a place they don't know, and could it be successful? We're Dale and Brian Carmi. Join us as we share our story and inspire you to become people of impact. Welcome to the Impact Without Limits podcast. So... You feel like you're making the decisions. You feel like you're the one that's uh, directing the paths. But the question is, are you really in control? Welcome back to the Impact Without Limits podcast. This is Dale Carmi sitting here with my brother, Brian. Hello. And um, we tried to leave on a little bit of a cliffhanger. I don't know if we tried. It just kind of happened it happened. That way. With the last episode, we had finished uh, a very difficult install in Deming. We had... On an all-night install, getting ready for home show in El Paso, and we came back home. Now it's two days later. Yeah. Three days later. It's a Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning. Just, just a regular day. What did we think? February 17th? Is that February what it was? February 17th. Sitting in the office in Albuquerque. Dale's out on a sales call. Priscilla answers the phone and says, hey, Brian, um, Robert's on the phone, said he needs to talk to you. Robert was our contact at AstroTurf, AstroLon. And Robert, I pick up the phone, and Robert says, hey, I've only got a minute. But I wanted to call you before you got the email. I wanted to let you know we, we appreciate you guys. You've been great to work with, but we're out of business. I said, what? He said, SRI Sports is filing bankruptcy. You got to take down your signs, close your business. Astralon's done. It's been a good run. I got to go. So I'll, I'll call you back later. And he hangs up. And I'm like, what just happened? Mm. And so I, I don't know what to do, but I know Dale's out on this sales call. So I, I'm thinking, well, I've got to tell him, I've got to warn him and let him know we're out of business. We don't want to try and sell a customer and not be able to do anything. So I, I called Dale and he answered, uh, I think you were at the house. I don't know if you were talking to the couple yet or not, but I said, Dale, I said, first of all, God is still on the God's throne. God's on the throne. Second of all, Astraline, Robert just called said they're out of business. They actually had FBI or no, not FBI. They had police, police. In escorting people out. Like it was a forced shutdown and, uh, whatever you do, don't take the check. And then, and then you said, I got to go. Robert called back on the other line. So Priscilla was like, <clears throat> Hey, Robert's on the phone. I said, Dale, I got to go. So I jumped back. I talked to Robert and Michael some more. Dale goes and, you know, goes and talks to this couple with his one directive. Oh. <laughs> Just don't take the check. So from my perspective, I'm out on a sales call. I show up at this couple's house. I remember the house. I remember the backyard. I cannot remember their name. It was a nice, um, you know, middle-aged, not now I would say middle-aged back then. <laughs> I would have said older um, couple. And I came in. I met with them. We went to the backyard. Um, you know, we're talking through you know, asking questions about the yard and what are they looking for? And I start measuring the yard and my phone rings 
and they were sitting there with me and I usually wouldn't take the call, but I saw it was Brian. I thought, well, you know, Brian knows I'm on a sales call. He must need something. So I excused myself and I walked around the corner of the house and I answered the phone to hear Brian saying, first thing I want to say, God is on the throne. And that's like, okay, well, that's probably not, <laughs> I mean, that's good, <laughs> right? But Usually that's not going to be followed with any great news. And, and I hear the <laughs> By phone. By the way, we won the lottery. I, I hear the phone call that Brian just described. And then he hangs up the phone. I didn't even get a chance to say, what? Huh? <laughs> What's going on? What? All I hear is, God's on the throne. We're out of business. Don't take a check. I got to go. <laughs> and he's gone. I, I got to tell you, my first thought, IRS. <laughs> <laughs> We were not that good with keeping our taxes. And I'm wondering, is there something we didn't pay? You know, what is it? Or is it, you know, something's going on here. How could we be out of business? It's got to be the IRS. And and my head's like spinning. I'm in this backyard and I felt like, uh, I don't know, Alice in Wonderland. Like everything seems odd and distorted. And it's like, what do I do? So, I go back to the couple. I'm like, okay, well, you know, let's go ahead and let's, let's head inside and, and sit down. And, and my mind's just running. Like I didn't, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to do. So, um, we sit down I'm like, well, how much is it going to be? So I'm okay. So I start working up the numbers and, and I get a price and, and Brian's voice of whatever you do, don't take the check. It was ringing in my ears. And I said, well, you know, here, if, if you wanted to do this, you know, you probably don't, but if, if you wanted to do this, this is what it would cost. And they're, and they look at each other, they go, how quickly can you do it? And I'm sitting here thinking now, okay, if we're out of business, we probably don't have product. So I said, well, I said, it might take a little bit to get the product. You know, I'm not sure how fast we get it. It, you know, it might be, you might have to wait a little bit. And they go, that's okay. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> it's like, listen, if you're a salesman, you got to sell. And <laughs> despite Brian's uh, message, my my thing is always take the check. So Normally, I agree with that. <laughs> I felt like this was an extenuating circumstance. So uh, I said, okay, here's the deal. I wrote it up, and they gave me a check right on the spot. So now I'm I'm sitting here, and I'm still wondering. I don't know what's going on. I walk out of there. It probably been maybe 15, 20 minutes since uh, I talked to Brian the last time. And, and, Brian, I don't remember if you called me back or if I called you, but I get in the car, and I start driving back, and I called you back. And it's like, what's going on? Yeah, and so I, I walked through and told them, and, and the, the short story was SRI uh, Sports had filed Chapter 7 bankruptcy, and so they were uh, they were forced into that. They were being liquidated, and because of that, the the AstroTurf brand that they owned was, was being shut down. AstroLawn brand was being shut down. They were no longer going to be able to supply us product, and we were stuck, and so... You know, here we are. Well, I mean, one, we have to tell our wives. <laughs> this, is, my, my, this is bad on so many levels. Yeah. We Angie. have one, this is our business, right? Yes, it <laughs> we're, is. We're out. Two, we've got to call our wives who just, you know, within the last 16 months moved across the country to get started here. Three, we have 
two guys, Ty and Randy, who had moved to new locations and got started mm-hmm. to be part of this business. For, let's not forget, we just spent the previous week working on a job that we had to borrow money to get done that we were expecting to get paid $30,000. Now, that company we're not going to get paid. That company's gone. Bankruptcy. Yeah. And five, we have a team. Might have been small, but we had three, four people that were still five. Was Nate with us at that point? Yeah, that were still working with us. And, yeah. And um, look, that's, there's a lot. This is one where you're not just like in a hole. Like you're in a hole and there are piles of dirt coming onto your yeah. head. I think, you're, I think you, you're, you're being buried. I think you said it's like you fell off a cliff and you're falling and you land and hit the ground. And you smash, and somehow you're so alive, and you look up, and there's an anvil coming down, <laughs> and it lands right on your head. Yeah. So, and, oh, by the way, my wife is uh, seven to eight months pregnant. pregnant. So I I call uh, Angie and I say, "Hey, honey, um, <laughs> are you sitting down?" That and, was that was the first thing I said to Lori. Are you sitting down? Yeah, and uh, she said, "What." And I said, no, serious, like, I, I, I want to make sure you're sitting. Because, I mean, she was pregnant. I don't want her, like, fainting and falling and getting hurt or whatever. So she assured me she was sitting down. And I think very similar. I said, good news. God is on the throne. Bad news. Astralon's filing bankruptcy. We're out of business. Don't worry. I don't think Dale took the check. We're going to figure <laughs> this out. Um, just kidding about that. But, I, I mean, we just said, I said, you know what, Dale and I need some time to talk, figure out what this means, but, um, we're going to be okay. And, and I said that, and I'm sure my tone didn't convey it. I didn't believe it. I mean, I guess in, in some sense I did because I knew I trusted God. I knew things would eventually turn out, but I didn't know we would be okay. You didn't know the business. That is very correct. I, I, at the same time, as you were calling Angie, you were about that same time. I left the job. I'm driving back to the office, find out what's going on. I called Lori. Same thing. I just said, hey, babe, you sitting down? And she's like, oh, my goodness, what's wrong? I said, well, I just got a call from Brian. We're out of business. She <laughs> said, like, what did he do? She's like, <laughs> just kidding. What, what do you mean? And I, I said, I don't know. I think I called her before I talked to yeah, you I think again. you. I think we made those calls while you were driving back. Yep. And so I'm like, I honestly don't know. And I told her the story. I got the call. He said, God's on the throne. Um, we're out of business. Don't take the check. He hung up. And I said, I'm driving back to figure it out. So I don't know what's going on, but stay tuned. And um, I was probably 15 minutes from the office. I got back there and, and walked in. And Brian... Look, the first first thing we did, the first call we had to make, we called Ty right away because Ty was our, our our buddy, our you know best friend. You, you know, even though he was like a dealer, he was like a partner with us. And you know, we got on the phone and we prayed. Yeah, I remember the first thing we did was was we prayed. Well, I remember we called Ty, and uh, Ty had. Um he had just started selling a few projects, had some, you know, we had that big project that we talked about uh, on a previous episode down in Florida where it was a big school. So he had, uh, had that. And, and because of that, he had, um, asked his father-in-law yeah. to move down from Ohio and, and help him run crews. So when we call Ty, he's sitting at, at dinner in his apartment 
with Karen, his yeah, wife. Yeah, and I, I think I might have jumped the gun. I think we prayed individually first. Yeah. Probably to get the courage <laughs> to, to call to tie and figure out, okay, yeah. what are we going to do here? Uh, and we beat that up a little bit before we got on the phone with him or we called him and he said, you know, give us a call. But I don't know. But yeah, by the time we got to Ty. Yeah. And I think sitting there. Ty could tell just in the, the tone of our voice that things were not good. So he excused himself for the dinner table and um, he, uh, we, you know, we, we proceeded to, to tell him, hey, AstroTurf, AstroLon is, you know, that is no more. Um and and we just started talking about it. And again, I mean, the first thing we we, we did, we, we prayed through it. But we said this this was just starting to work. Like we had seen signs that this. I mean, here's Dale. He had just been on a sales call, and he he couldn't not sell the project, right? I mean, he's able to sell the project. They're cutting a check. First call close. Ring that gong, Dale. <laughs> Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I think that was a gong. But well, yeah. we got sound effects here, but I don't know. <laughs> oh, that was the wrong that one. That was the wrong one. I just, I'm sorry. <laughs> I took a chance. <laughs> anyway, uh, but, you know, we, we saw that we could do this. We could make the sales. We could do the installs. We had just done these four fields. We had done this big project in Florida. All of these things just in the past month, month and a half, we're like, I, it's going to work. We just need product, right? Maybe there's a way to work through this. And we didn't know what it looked like. And we really, I mean, we kind of made the decision that we were so far in, there was no, no going back. Yeah. Right? We, I, I remember, and I don't know if we said this, but I remember th- at least thinking, we've already risked everything we could risk. We've already put it all on the line. If If we bail now, we're not saving anything. Right, all the chips yeah. are on the table. Everything's all in. Um, why not just keep going? Why not figure out some way to to stay in this business? Yep. So we left Ty go uh, break it to Karen and to Tony about the the situation. Uh, we called Randy, had a very similar conversation with him, and uh, we decided, you know what, we're going to take uh, take the night and just you know think about it, pray about it. And we're going to regroup tomorrow morning and see what, what tomorrow holds. And we're going to take it a step at a time. And, uh, I mean, in that moment, you know, you feel mm. like the weight of the world is on your shoulders. I mean, we had, again, it wasn't, you know, just Dale and me. It wasn't even just our families and our, you know, young families, very pregnant and, you know, with Meredith and Jenna Lee was less than a year old. Um, you know, we had young kids. We had all of that. We'd moved across the country. We had Randy and his family, Ty and his family, Tony. And I mean, we had just this feeling of, have we, have we led everybody astray? Did, did we make dumb decisions that has put all of these people's financial and, you know, their, their future in doubt and at the moment, you, you kind of, I think I used the term, it feels like we, we were free falling without a parachute, right? There was, there was no safety hatch. We had no feeling of, um, well, we're going to be okay, um, other than just trusting that God was in control. Right. I, I was going to use that word. We certainly were at a point we had no control. None. There was nothing we did directly that caused it. And there was nothing we could do directly that would stop it. Events were happening in our life that were beyond our control. 
And what we had to do was determine how we were going to react and, you know, how much faith we were going to place in God and in our belief that we were doing the right thing. Yeah. And at the beginning of the podcast, we asked the question, are you really in control? And, you know, there were certainly things we could control and things we could do. But, you know, I think it's Proverbs 16, 9 says the heart of the man, heart of a man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Um, we had to lean into that. We had to know that, you know, we were going to do whatever we could to um, live the way that we felt God was calling us, follow the opportunities that we felt were presented to us, make wise decisions as best as we could. But at some point, we don't have control over it. And that can be a scary feeling to be out of control. But there's oh, also yeah. a little bit of relief in, in when you, you know, especially Realizing. today. As you know, we now have, you know, hundreds, I think it's over 500 families that, you know, get their uh, source of income from forever loan uh, related businesses. And, and you can feel a weight of that. You can feel like, oh, my goodness, all of these people are dependent. If I screw up, I'm going to screw up all of these people. And I think there's a healthiness to that. But there's also a, a little bit of it can be false. It can feel like you can get crushed by this weight of responsibility that really isn't ours to bear. At some point, you know, I had to get to a point where I realized, you know what, it's not my responsibility to take care of all of these people. It's not my responsibility to direct their lives and to make sure everything's taken care of. It's my responsibility to to operate on what information I have in front of me, make the wise decisions, try and live with integrity, live right. And and God, it's God's responsibility to care for and provide for all of these people. Look, that, like you said, that can be very freeing when you truly grasp it, but that is sometimes hard to grab onto because the reality of the day-to-day is, right, we're, we're cutting the paycheck, we're providing the opportunity, and you're 100% right, it's just sometimes a difficult place to get to. And you have to be willing to, again, Give up control, trust God, have belief that what you're doing is good and right, and then go with it. But guys, things are going to happen. I'm not sure how to say it, just stuff happens. Yeah. And we can have the best plans, we can have the best intentions, we can be have everything all thought out, and we can start down a path, and things happen. And they're out of your control. Uh, sometimes, obviously, some things happen that are in your control because you make a bad decision, make a mistake. Those things are going to happen too. But sometimes things happen that are completely out of your control. And you have to you have to roll with it. I, I mean, Brian, when we were prepping for this, I think this is where you might have said it, maybe somewhere else, but you kind of feel like you're in the middle rounds of a Rocky, the Rocky fight where there's that period of time where Rocky's just getting pummeled. <laughs> there's nothing else going on. He's not putting his hands up. He's not blocking the punches. He's just getting pummeled, but he refuses to go down. And we we were at one of those points where we just had to say, hey, you know what? We're not going down. Yep, we had we got hit at Deming. We got hit with everybody leaving. We got hit with the cold weather. We had to spend a whole night installing for the show. We come back home. We're out of business. We're getting hit. We're getting hit. We're getting hit. But we're just not going down. Just sustaining the blows. Because we believed in what we were doing. And uh, sometimes that's all you can do. 
Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, you love to move forward. You love to hit goals. You love to chase. You love to, you know, accomplish things. Sometimes the accomplishment is just not quitting. Just making it to the next up, day. Right? Not getting, being in that boxing round and not getting knocked out. Just getting through the round. Yep, you lost on the scoreboard. Yeah, your face is swollen. Yeah, you're cutting, you're bleeding. But you didn't get knocked out. You get to live for another round. And, you know, we 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 share our stories, um, not to, to shine a light on ourselves and say, hey, look, look what we've done. Uh, we share these stories because as we've talked to people, you know, everybody's got a story and everybody's in different stages. And maybe there are some of you out there that can learn from the lessons that we went through. And maybe you're in the middle of a moment where you're getting pummeled, right? You feel like you're bloodied and you're having trouble standing. But maybe the message for you as you're listening to this is, man, just just keep going. Just go another day. Just keep moving forward and, and see what's in store. Or, or maybe you're in that moment where you're, we see this a lot with dealers who are, you know, starting to grow businesses. And there's this hesitancy to, to maybe build too much of a team because it gets beyond your ability to control. Or you have this sense of, man, I don't want that responsibility for so many people. And, and I know it's not right for everybody, but for those of you that are in that spot where maybe your business needs you to to grow beyond a point that you feel like you can control maybe realizing hey it's it's not your responsibility you you make the best decisions you have based on the information in front of you but you've got to you've got to realize that the heart of a man plans his way but the lord establishes his steps god is truly the one in control and so you know wherever you're at we we would just encourage you to you know keep moving forward and, and hopefully this story that that we share and I know we didn't share what ended up happening out of this, but obviously, you know, here we are today. Uh, you've got Foreverline, a, a successful business that in any one of these moments, we could have said, just stop. We, yep. We're done. And we could have tapped out, but we didn't. And so who knows what's ahead in your story? Maybe there are some great things just ahead, but you've just got to get through and get to the next day. Don't go down. So, um, yeah. Again, you know, we we uh, we appreciate your time uh, listening. Hopefully, you enjoy these and it's fun. Um, you know, it's it's crazy to relive these, and sometimes it doesn't even feel like it was really a story. But uh, whenever I say that, Angie reminds me. Say, <laughs> it was very anytime I think very that, real. Lori, Lori, make sure I I know that. Yeah, it was real. It was real. Yeah, yeah. we really went through it, and it was not spectacular. So <laughs> we um. We, we would love to have you guys help us share our story. Uh, you know, give us a review down there uh, on the podcast or take a screenshot of it and send it to somebody. Share the link. We're, we're, we're trying to do good things. We're trying to get a good message out there and, and your help sharing that would be greatly appreciated. So with that, we will see you next week and talk about what the next day held. And, uh, you know, we just encourage you to uh, go be people of impact. This is the Fred Carmi reminding you that faith looks up, hope looks ahead, and love looks all around to see whom it can help. Good day.